0: Good morning, I'm Emily Reese, and each Monday morning we feature an expert from Lutheran Social Service to talk about many aspects of daily living in Minnesotans' lives. The pandemic has changed the way we live and paused many parts of our lives, but Minnesota's need for families to adopt children has steadily continued. Heidi Wistie is a program director with Lutheran Social Service and Children's Home Society. Uh, Those two organizations are partners in adoption, and Heidi is here to share with us the adoption process and how the two organizations support adoptive families. Good morning, Heidi.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thanks so much for being here. So what is the need for adoptive
1: families like in Minnesota? You know, there are 733 children in need of adoptive families immediately and in foster care, as well as children throughout the world. And so our program continues to serve these children and to welcome new families in starting their adoption journey by providing education and information on how they can move forward in that
0: process. Has COVID-19 affected the level of interest that you're seeing in
1: adoption? You know, surprisingly, COVID has not stopped families from inquiring and coming to us uh, with a thirst for more information. We've had an increase actually in applications of families interested in moving forward. And in many ways, I think that families working from home has allowed them to join in our virtual learning. We've been able to pivot pretty quickly and adapt to the new circumstances to provide all of our education and contacts virtually. And so with people being home more, they're able to complete paperwork and there's flexibility in joining training. So I think that has actually contributed to that increase in
0: interest. Yeah, sure. I can see that. Uh, Talk about how the pandemic has impacted the actual process of adopting children.
1: Sure. Well, for our international adoption services, we have seen there be a pause in families' ability to travel. And so with that inter interruption to those services, we have families who are waiting until those travel restrictions are lifted. Um, Some travel is resumed while it's part of the process. It's still delayed uh, for some of those programs. And in terms of uh, families in the foster care adoption process, Children are still in need of adoptive families, uh, foster care resources. They're still needing to make placements. And so we are still doing our best to help those families move forward so that we can help uh, contribute to there being more resources available to children who need it in foster care. Talk to me about the characteristics
0: that uh, someone uh, might have that would make them a good candidate for uh, adopting
1: children you know there are so many children in need of families and there are so many families that are needed for those children and there's just no one set of criteria we know that there are some eligibility requirements whether you're looking internationally or through the foster care system so you know it's something that we also really want families to be thoughtful about Um, the timing of this process the impact on their existing family we have first-time parents, blended families, families who have parented biological or adoptive children. Um, you know, there's just such a char- there's such a wide variety of characteristics that help families th- move through this process. And I think families who are willing to learn, um, be flexible to challenge what they know or their instincts may be and are willing to do the work to walk with these kids no matter what these kids' experiences have have been and how they've influenced their behavior um, or their emotions. So families that really understand trauma, understand um, grief and loss, understand just how love can take on many shapes and forms and the children just need uh, a variety of those skills.
0: Uh, What support does Lutheran Social Service and Children's Home Society provide for families?
1: Right now, we are really focused on, uh, with November being National Adoption Month, there are lots of services that we provide year-long. So we have parent support groups that have now moved virtually uh, to meet online so that families are able to join us. And that has also kind of widened uh, the pool of families that are able to join us because now families living 160 miles away can just tune in. Um, we have lots of resources on our website. We have lots of trainings that we're offering. We have adoption fair that's coming up that has now moved online for this year. It's an annual a biannual event. And I think we're just really trying to stay in touch to provide resources to families as they're moving through this new world, all of these new circumstances, meeting the needs of those families that are at the beginning of their adoption process, working through it, managing parenting, managing distance learning, all of these things. We're really trying to be present in a virtual world um, to make sure that we continue to support them. And our post-adoption services are remaining very active as a support to adoptees and their families. Um, And so just really trying to continue to meet those needs through our webinars, and any other way that we can remain connected with our families and give them personalized as well as general resources and support.
0: Uh, talk to me, Heidi Whisty, about your area of expertise in adoption services.
1: Sure. I am actually uh, a, an adoptee myself. Um, I was adopted from South Korea, so I think I bring a personal lens, as well as having worked in this field with Children's Home and now Lutheran Social Services for 20 years. My focus has been foster care adoption. I have also been a part of our infant adoption, pregnancy services and post adoption services throughout my time here. And currently in my oversight of foster care adoption, we're really looking at who the children are today. Of those 733 children in need of adoptive families immediately, What can we do to help make sure that we are preparing families so that they can have a successful placement and be able to um, emotionally meet the needs of children as well as in every other aspect? Um, We really are doing our best to make sure that our families have those skills so that we can meet those needs of the children. Mm-hmm. So talk to me, uh, you you talked a
0: little bit about, you know, foster care adoption, infant adoption. How are
1: those processes different? You know, I think in terms of um, making decisions in terms of placement of the children in our infant adoption program, we also serve expectant parents who are coming to us with an interest in learning more about placing their children for adoption, should that be the choice that they make. And so birth parents are very active in that role in selecting families and moving forward in that process when adoption is the decision that they arrive at. Um, Whereas for foster care adoption, Children are under state guardianship, and that is delegated to the counties. So counties are making placement decisions and selecting families that can be resources for the waiting children. Hmm,
0: Interesting. Uh, If someone is interested in adopting children, what do you think their first step should be?
1: You know, we really encourage them to visit our website at chlss.org. We have an email address, welcome at chlss.org. We have lots of resources online. We have staff that are able to answer many questions. Families always have a lot that have to do with what they're bringing to this process, questions, hesitancies, curiosities, and we're ready for them. We wanna help people make sure that this is the step for them that they want to take. We know that adoption isn't, necessarily the path that every family will take. And there's lots of ways that families can contribute um, to the lives of children. We have um, a community closet where families can make donations of items that are needed for our children. And it's just such a wonderful way for families and community to come together to support these kids when adoption or foster care placement isn't the right path for them. We are offering a series of webinars during November. Those can be found on our website. We're doing an annual photo contest where families who have come to us and have formed their family through adoption can share photos and stories. We really want our website to reflect the work that we're doing to provide lots of information for families at any stage of the process. And we want to be open to answering questions that people have as they're coming to this process.
0: Heidi Wistey is a program director with Lutheran Social Service and Children's Home Society. Those two partner on the adoption process and support adopted families. It also is National Adoption Month. Heidi, thank you so much for talking with us today. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much.